Sponsored by Rabbi Shlemi and Mirla Greenwald. This is a sicha from Lakuta Sichas, Chelik Yedalid, Parshas Dvarim Sicha Beis. And the topic of the sicha is that in this week's parsha we learn a pasuk that seems to be out of place. And there are four parts in the sicha. The Rebbe will, number one, ask what's the explanation of this according to Rashi. Number two, present three answers and reject them. Number three, present the answer. And number four, based on the answer, explain and discuss two side points. We already spoke many times that Rashi on the Torah explains every difficulty that arises in Pshut HaShemikra. And that's why if there's a difficulty that there's no answer to in Pshut HaShemikra, Rashi will say, He won't just ignore it, he's going to say, because Rashi's quote-unquote job description is to address every single question that arises in Pshut HaShemikra, either by giving an answer or by saying that he doesn't know. And whenever there's something difficult that Rashi doesn't explain, it means that according to Rashi, it's understood so simply that it doesn't need to be explained, or that it's understood based on an earlier teaching of Rashi, meaning it does need to be explained, but Rashi already gave us that information in a previous teaching of his, and we need to apply it over here. According to this, we need to understand the big question that arises while learning the simple meaning of the Pesukim in our Parsha, which many of the Mepharshia Torah address, and specifically Rashi, who is the head of those who explain the simple meaning of the Pesukim, doesn't address. And the question is, in our Parsha, Moshe recounts at length the Chet Maraglim and the decree on the Dara Midbar. And then the Pasuk says, Imira Ishba Nashima Eila, Hadar Hara Gamer, basically saying that none of the people of this bad generation will see the good land of Eretz Yisrael, with the exception of Kalv ben Yefuna, who he will see the land because he behaved properly. Then the Torah interrupts the discussion and says, So this is Moshe talking and saying that Hashem also became angry at him because of the Yidin. And Hashem told him, You too will not come to that land of Eretz Yisrael. And after the interruption, the Torah returns to the story of the Miraglam and says, Yeshua Benun Yeshua Benun who stands before you, he will come to that land. And your children who you said would be killed, they will come to the land. And so the question is, why does the Torah interrupt in the middle of the story of the Miraglam to tell us what happened to Moshe, as if also the decree against Moshe not to enter the land is because of the Chet of Miraglam? We know that the Pesach says clearly that the Chet of Moshe that brought the decree against him not to enter the land is the Chet of Meimariva when he hit the rock, as it says over there. Yan since you did not trust in me, Hashem said, That's why you won't bring this nation to the land that I gave them. And so the question is, how does it connect to the Chaita Maraglim that it's inserted over here, and especially since they they occurred almost forty years apart? So how does it get put in over here in the middle of the story of the Maraglim? So now we're going to move on to present three answers and reject them, and then present the final answer. So the Ramban answers that Moshe mentioned the Chet Mei Meriva because he wanted to mention altogether the punishments of all those who were unable to enter the land, for it was all because of their Averis. He wanted to mention all of them together, all of those who were punished 
not to be able to enter the land because of their averus. And so that's why Moshe is inserted over here that he too did not enter the land because of his avera. However, we can answer this in Pshulta Shemikra because there are three difficulties with this answer of the Ramban. The first difficulty is that the Pesukim before and after this Pasuk about Moshe Rabbeinu speak of the Miraglim. And so the question is, why insert the Chet Me Meriva specifically in the middle? It could be said right afterwards in order to mention Moshe not entering the land together with everybody else. It doesn't have to be put right in the middle. The second difficulty is the people of the Der Hamaraglim, they passed away before the Chet Me Meriva. As Rashi taught us earlier, Kvar Mesu Mesei Midbar, Ve'elu Perushu Lachayim. At that point of the Chet Me Meriva, the Dur Hamidbar already passed away. And so according to that, the words Gambis Anaf Hashem Beglalchem aren't understood, since it all seems to be talking about the same generation. When we read the Psukim, so it seems that when Moshe is saying and who he's talking to is all the same generation. So how does it make sense to say that Moshe is saying, Gambi, Yisanaf Hashem Beglalchem, who's the Beglalchem? Who are these Psukim talking about? They're talking about the Dur Hamidbar. But it wasn't because of the Dara Midbar. It was because of those that made the whole trouble with the water after the Dara Midbar already all passed away. So the word Begalalchem is not understood according to this explanation of the Ramban. And the third difficulty is this Pasuk about Moshe not entering the land should have been written where it says that the Dara Maraglam won't enter the land and not where it speaks of those who will enter. It's inserted between saying that Kalev will enter and Yeshua will enter. Why is it written among those who will enter? According to the answer of the Ramban, it should be written together with those of the Dara Hamaraglam when it says that they won't enter the land, then it should have mentioned that also Moshe won't enter the land. Instead, it's mentioned by among those who will enter the land, among Kalev and Yeshua. Another answer that's given is, so there are those who explain that when it says, it actually refers to the Chet HaMaraglam. And that's actually the main reason that it was decreed against Moshe, that Moshe shouldn't enter the land of Eretz So therefore it belongs over here, because Moshe Rabbeinu was punished for the same reason as the Der HaMaraglam, to not enter its role, and that was because of the Chet Maraglam, as we'll explain. Now we're going to move on to explain and support this answer by addressing two questions that could be asked on it. So even though Moshe himself didn't participate in the Chet Maraglam, so how can we say that it's inserted over here that Gambi Anaf Beglalchem because Moshe was punished as a result of the Chet Maraglam if Moshe didn't participate in the Chet Maraglam. So the explanation is that nevertheless, although he didn't participate participate in the Chet Maraglam, he was punished for the Chet Maraglam since it was caused through him, through his Shlach Lecholadaitcha, through Moshe Rabbeinu's sending of the Maraglam. And that's why Moshe said, Beglalchem, because of you, because you did the Chet HaMaraglim, and Moshe Rabbeinu was the one that sent them, so as a result of it turning into an Avera, and him being the cause of it, that's why he was punished. And regarding what it says, that it was because of the Chet Meimeriva, how can we say it's because of the Chet HaMaraglim, and that's why it's said here, it says clearly in the Pasuk, that it was because of the Chet by the Meimeriva, that since Moshe wasn't Mekadosh Shem Hashem, that's why he was punished not to enter Eretz Yisrael, it says it clearly in the Pasuk. So the explanation is that he was punished through both things combined, like we find also by Nadav and Aviyu, that there was a number of reasons given for why they died, and 
the explanation is that it's through all of them combined that they were punished. So too over here, it was through a combination of the Chet HaMaragal, the Moshe Rabbeinu is considered a part of, and the Chet Meimeriva, that he was punished not to enter at Yisrael. And that's why it's in middle of the Chet HaMaragalim, because Moshe Rabbeinu was punished as a result of the Chet HaMaragalim. So it's part of the Chet HaMaragalim. However, we can explain this in Rashi, because of two reasons. So first of all, besides for question number three that we asked in the Ramban, that according to this explanation, it shouldn't be written by Kalev and Yeshua who are entering the land. It should be written by the Meraglim and the Dur of the Meraglim that didn't enter the land. So besides for that difficulty, there are two other difficulties. Number one, the first difficulty is, it's clear in Rashi that Moshe didn't enter the land only because of the Chet Meimeriva. As Rashi says, And Rashi also says, So clearly Rashi emphasizes that it was that it was in order to inform them what it says over there in the Pasuk, that this was the only sin that they had. And there's no other sin. So this doesn't fit in Rashi. And the second difficulty is, then how can Moshe Rabbeinu say, which Rashi says means Nismale Regez. How can we say Gambi Sanaf Hashem for just a Shlachlacha when he didn't even participate in the Chetam Maraglim? If it's because of an Avera that Moshe Rabbeinu did, then it makes sense to say Gambi Sanaf Hashem, which means Nismale Regez. Hashem became full of anger at Moshe. But if it's just the Shlachlacha that ended up leading into an Avera, so he didn't really participate in a direct way, then it doesn't make sense that it would be Nismale Regez. So clearly it's not because of the Chet HaMaragalim. Because number one, Rashi emphasizes that it's only because of the Chet Meimeriva. And number two, the Chet HaMaragalim would not justify Moshe saying that Hashem became full of, full of anger at him because of it. So clearly, this is not an explanation that would fit in Rashi. Another answer that we can say is that the Torah places the Chet Meimeriva near the Chet HaMaragalim to teach us that the Chet Meimeriva is a severe as the Chet HaMaraglam. Now you can ask, why doesn't Rashi tell us this explanation? So that's over here, we have a support to the answer, that Rashi already introduces us to this idea. He does it once before, and it's also once in a later parasha, because it's similar to what Rashi teaches, Why is the parasha of Mrs. Miriam, the passing of Miriam, near the parasha of the Paraduma? to tell you just like Karbonus atone, so too the death of Tzadikim, the passing of Tzadikim atones. So we see Rashi teaches us that when two things are near one another, it's to tell us that they're similar. And similarly Rashi teaches, this is talking about the passing of Aaron. Moshe said it near the Shibur HaLuchas, near the breaking of the Luchas, Leimar, to tell you, that is difficult, the passing of Sadikim is difficult, before Hashem, like the day that the Luchas were broken for Chulu. So, so to here we can say, that the terror places, the Chet Meimeriva, near the Chet Meraglam, to tell you, that they're equally severe and difficult. However, there are two difficulties with this answer. The first difficulty is that it's not a chiddush that the chet mei meriva is as severe as the chet amaraglam, since the chet mei meriva caused the chil Hashem in front of all the yidden, 
as it says, Yan lo bi lakdisheni to the extent of the decree, the decree that resulted that Moshe couldn't enter the land. So it's not a chiddush that we need the pasuk to put them together to teach us that they're equally severe. We already know that in our own. And the second difficulty is, if the intent is to teach the severity of the chait me meriva, then it should have mentioned the chait and not the consequence. It just says the consequence that gam bis anaf Hashem beglalchem that Hashem became also angry at Moshe because of the yidden, but it doesn't mention the chait. And if we're coming to compare the chatoim and say they're equally severe, then it should have mentioned the chait. And it would also seem that the third question on the first answer, which we said also exists on the second answer, it would seem it also applies here that it should have been written by the chait of the meraglim and the chait of the der meraglim not next to Yeshua and Kalev who did enter the land and didn't participate in the chait. Now we're going to present the answer to our question. The explanation in this is as follows. The Torah explains the punishment of the der midbar that im yire ish gamer that none of the people of that generation will see the good land of Eretz And the Torah concludes zulasi Kalev ben Yefune gamer Yeshua ben Nun that Kalev and Yeshua were different. However, the Torah separates Kalev ben Yefune and Yeshua ben Nun into two psukim. It writes them in two separate psukim. And the reason is because even though both of them came to the land, however, when they came, they were different because Kalev ben Yefune only saw the land and was given a portion of the land, whereas Yeshua ben Nun was Yanchilena es Yisrael. He became the leader who gave the Yidin the land. So according to this, it's understood why before saying that Yeshua ben Nun Gamer, who Yanchilena is Israel, Moshe first said Gambi Sanaf Hashem Gamer. Because by saying Gambi Sanaf Hashem, he's answering as a side note. He's just mentioning as a Maimur Hamuzgar, why was Kalev different than Yeshua, even though they did the same thing as the Torah tells us. And therefore the Torah tells us about their reward together. Nevertheless, they were different. So Moshe is answering why they were different by saying Gambi Sanaf Hashem. And it's being presented over here and inserted over here as a side note to explain this distinction. It's a Maimur Hamuzgar to explain this difference between Kalev and Yeshua, even though what they did was their, was the same. And when they were given the reward, the terrorist says the reward together because they were the same. And the answer to why they were different is that since almost 40 years passed from the story of the Chet Meraklim, and in the meantime, Gambis Anaf Hashem Gamer Hashem became angry at Moshe because of the Chet Meim Riva, therefore Yeshua will be the one that Yanchilano. So that's why it's being inserted over here to answer that question. Why are they written in separate psukim and why did they receive different things that Kalev only entered the land and saw the land and got a portion, whereas Yeshua was the one that Yanchilena, he divided it among the Yidin and he led the Yidin. The reason is because Gambi Sanaf Hashem, because during the time of the Chet Miraglam and entering the land, when almost 40 years passed, something happened with Moshe Rabbeinu, that Hashem became angry at him and he wasn't able to enter the land, so therefore Yeshua was the one that would lead the Yidin and that's why he was given something extra. Now, regarding the question, doesn't Rashi have to answer this? We said it's only if it's very obvious, Rashi doesn't answer it. So Rashi doesn't have to explain that it's a side note, since we find this idea also elsewhere that the Torah something, says something as a side note, and the Rebbe gives two examples. And now we can no longer ask that Beglalchem sounds like it's referring to the people he was talking about until now, because it's just a side note. So we asked earlier that Beglalchem sounds like it's all talking to the same people. But the people Moshe Rabbeinu was talking about was the Dara Midbar. But they already passed away by the Chet Meim Meriva. 
So Biglalchem is not talking to them. So how could it be that he's talking about the Dura Midbar and Biglalchem is about the next generation, not the same one? The answer is because this is just a side note. And if it's a side note, it doesn't have to fit with what was being said earlier. However, there's a question on this answer. So it's not really a question on the main point of the answer. It's about a detail that now is difficult. So therefore, it's presented here as a side question. And that is, since this whole thing is a side note, and it's only being said in order to mention that it was decreed on Moshe not to enter the land so we could understand why Yeshua was treated or went into Eretz Yisrael in a different way than Kaliv. So if that's the case, that it's a total side note, a Maimar and Musgar, so why does it add Biglalchem? Why does it have to say that Gam Biyasanaf Hashem, Biglalchem? It could just say Gam Biyasanaf Hashem, because that's all that matters. It was Gam Biyasanaf Hashem, says Moshe, and therefore Yeshua is going to be the next leader. Why does it have to add the word Biglalchem? It's not telling us the story, that's not the point. It's just to explain why by Yeshua it was different, that he became the leader. And the explanation is Rashi already taught earlier. Wherever the Torah writes about their death, it tells us why they died by Moshe and Aaron. Because the Dara Midbar were punished for what they did. Therefore, Moshe Benu requested that his what he did should be written, what he did wrong should be written. That it shouldn't say he was one of those that participated in what the Dur Hamaraglam did. And that's why he says, Biglalchem was really because of the Yidin complaining. This whole thing was because the Yidin complained for water, and that led to this entire story with the rock where Moshe Rabbeinu hit the rock, and then as a result he was punished. So that's why it says Biglalchem, because whenever it's mentioned that Moshe Rabbeinu died and Aaron died, it always says the reason for it so that they shouldn't be included in the chait of the Dur Hamaraglam. According to this answer, that this whole Pasuk over here of Gambi, Sanaf Hashem Beglalchem is a side note, it's a Maimra's Musgar, so now we can understand why Rashi doesn't explain over here on the word Beglalchem what he explains later in Parshas Vizchanon on the word Lamanchem, which is essentially the same word. It says, Vaisaber Hashem Bi Lamanchem, which is like Beglalchem, and Rashi explains over there that it means bishvilchem, that atem garamtem li, is because of you, you caused it to me. And then Rashi also brings a proof, v'cheinu emer, from tilim, v'yekzifu al-meimer ruiva, and v'yeira l'moisha ba'avuram, it's because of them that Hashem was v'yeira l'moisha. So the question is, how come Rashi doesn't give this long explanation over here? Over there he gives a whole long explanation with a proof. How come he doesn't bring it over here on Beglalchem, which comes first, our parshas before parshas Veschanan? But according to our explanation that this whole Pasuk over here is brought as a side note, so since it's not the main point of what the Pasuk is trying to tell us, it's just a side note to understand the difference between Kaliv and Yeshua, so since that's not the main point of the Pasuk to say, about to teach us about Moshe and to bring the word Beglalchem, therefore Rashi doesn't elaborate on it and he waits for Parshas Beschanan, where that's the main message of what the Pasuk is saying to explain this word of Lamanchem. But over here, where the whole thing is a side note, it's not necessary for Rashi to give the explanation. He's going to say it later and then we'll already know what it means over here as well.